Uh, we were waiting for the news and uh, we finally found out the news. We've been telling you about it in our newscast, but Alberta Premier Danielle Smith has picked a new cabinet. Uh, we've seen her elevate ca uh, campaign supporters, uh, embracing leadership rivals and parting way with Jason Nixon, who was really right-hand man to former Premier Jason Kenney. Uh, some of the names that you'll recognize, Travis Taves, the runner-up to Smith in the UCP leadership race, returns to his old job as finance minister, while former Wild Rose leader and Smith UCP leadership rival Brian Jean takes on duties in a renamed department titled Jobs, Economy and Northern Development. Casey Madu, who supported Smith in the leadership race, will become one of two deputy premiers and taking over a new portfolio titled skilled trades and professions. Uh, Mike Ellis, another Smith supporter, will leave his job as Associate Minister of Mental Health and Addictions to head up a new ministry titled Public Safety. Uh, Peter Guthrie, who is a Smith supporter, who was a Smith supporter, is the new Energy Minister. While Todd Lowen, who ran against Smith in the leadership race, but you know, it was pre really pretty close to, to her when it came to policy ideas, is going to head up a new department titled Forestry, Parks and Tourism. Uh, cabinet members will be sworn in on Monday. Curious to know your thoughts at 780-496-0063. Let's get the thoughts of Dr. Dwayne Bratt, who is a political science professor at Mount Royal University. Dwayne, welcome back to the show. It's been a while. Yeah, good afternoon, Jalen. Uh, let's start with this. How do you overall describe this cabinet? Uh, there were two impulses. I think party unity was impulse number one. This was not a very united party in many respects. Uh, the fact that almost all of the leadership candidates, with the exception of Lele here, are in cabinet, I think is one attempt at unity. And in particular, Travis Taves being reappointed to finance. The other is uh, in some of the most important portfolios, uh, there is stability. Mm -hmm. So Tyler Shandro in justice, Jason Copping in health, uh, Adriana LaGrange in, in education, they all remain in place. And I think that's an indication of, of trying to keep the tensions that have divided the party together. The second theme is the loyalty to Smith during the leadership race. So Todd Lowen has gone from being expelled to the, from the UCP yeah. caucus to rejoining the caucus to now becoming Minister of Forestry, Parks and Tourism. Devin Dreeshen, um, who had been uh, who had been removed from cabinet due to personal issues, is back in cabinet now. A strong uh, Smith supporter, Casey Madu, uh, who initially supported Taze but then became one of the biggest cheerleaders for Smith, is now deputy premier in addition to his job uh, in the renamed Labour portfolio. Uh, Peter Guthrie, who is quite frankly a, a pain in the butt to <laughs> Kenny, is. Uh, is in cabinet. Um, you know, Mike Ellis, who had supported uh, Taves, but then switched over to support uh, Smith, has been given an increased role in, in public safety. So there's she rewarded those that supported her. Was it, you know, I, I thought there was going to be bigger changes let's put it this well, way there's still a lot of there's still a lot of changes here but you're right um 
The one that uh, I was most surprised with uh, who stayed was Tyler Shandro. And yes, I know in the justice portfolio, Smith really likes his fight against federal gun policy and his promotion of an Alberta police force. But given that the most dynamic feature of Smith's campaign was going against COVID restrictions. How do you keep the former Minister of Health throughout much of that time period in the health portfolio or in cabinet? So he's the one I was surprised at. I was not surprised to see Jason Nixon gone. Um, he was seen as, as Kenny's en- enforcer. Uh, in fact, at one point, Smith had even mused about reopening his, his nomination uh, for the UCP. But I was surprised at uh, Rick McIver. Well, that's what I wanted to ask you about. I mean, McIver served under Redford, under Prentice, under Kenny. He's been around for a very, very long time. Um, you know, so expand on that. What a very solid, there? stable, yeah. relatable uh-huh. uh, politician. Um, you know, he got, in, in the Redford days, he got the ring road here in Calgary done. When he went to the municipalities, um, they really liked Rick McIver. So I don't know what that is going on. Um, who knows? Maybe it's just because she wanted to bring in newer people and said, well, you know, you've been around 10 years. It's time to go. Or um, back in 2012, the Wild Rose had tried to recruit Rick McIver. Uh, and Smith was leader of them at the time. But he went and joined the PC party instead uh, and then won. So maybe there's still some bad blood around that. I, I don't know. But he was he was the one I was most surprised at. What about Casey Maddu? <laughs> you know, I, I just got to, you know, I, yeah, I'm, I'm kind yeah, of speechless um, on it. I think it's just full-throated support for Smith and full-throated repudiation of COVID restrictions that he, in fact, was in charge of enforcing when he was justice minister. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't just that he endorsed her. He really defended her and defended her agenda. And yes, you know, he's the only UCP MLA from, from Edmonton, but that doesn't make you a deputy premier. And I'm also struck by the fact they've got two deputy mm-hmm. premiers. Uh, maybe the minister of red tape needs to look at that and duplication. Now, deputy premiers don't have an official role. Some premiers have one, like Alison Redford with Thomas Lukasik. Most don't. Sometimes they're uh, it's just a title. Uh, sometimes they're really important, like um, Christy Freeland is right now for, for Justin Trudeau. So I don't know what the role and the powers of deputy premiers are, but I do note that, A, there's two of them, one from the north, one from the uh, south, and they are both in ridings that the UCP are likely to lose, Lethbridge East and Edmonton Southwest. Is this an attempt at maybe helping them uh, in their forthcoming elections? Because if the NDP can't win those two seats, the NDP isn't going to win the government. When you take a look at um, those um, named to cabinet from the Calgary area and 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 the represent and I guess the the, the urban rural representation uh, again, you know, there was a lot of talk about uh, a large rural makeup, but we see a lot of people from the Calgary area as well. Very important in the uh, 
uh, in the spring election. Your thoughts on that? I was surprised by that because Smith had made comments about running a rural-based government. Mm -hmm. And so if you include the ministers without portfolio and the premier, there's 27 members of cabinet and 12 of them are from the city of Calgary. Um, there's 23 MLAs in Calgary, 12 of them have a cabinet post. Now that's down from what it was, um, but it's still a, a significant representation. And in fact, some new ones. So while Jason Nixon is out, uh, Jeff, uh, Jeremy Nixon, his brother, is in. Uh, Nick Milliken, um, who's the, the MLA for my riding here in Calgary, Curry, has, has, um, has entered cabinet. So there's some new faces in Calgary and some old faces uh, gone. Uh, Dwayne, uh, looking into uh, this weekend's AGM being held at UCP AGM, uh, being held here in Edmonton again, is this going to be um, uh, a, a display, a show, or a representation of maybe just how unified or not this party is? I think that it's been a rocky uh, two weeks uh, in the Smith government, uh, and even uh, Danielle Smith has acknowledged that. I think today was an attempt at, at riding the ship, and given the goal of, of party unity, they need to carry that through the, the AGM. The problem that they may run into is this new cabinet isn't sworn until Sunday. There's still existing cabinet ministers until Sunday. Everybody is going to be wandering the halls in the Edmonton Creek Casino, and some of those are going to be very disappointed people, like Jason Nixon, like Angela Pitt, who I think thought that she was going to get into uh, cabinet out of Airdrie, uh, like Rick McIver, who is gone. Uh, and there's going to be a lot of nosy uh, reporters <laughs> around as well. So if they can stay united over this weekend, that, that's kudos to them, because there's going to be some real policy debates as well as some fights over the UCP executive board. Duane, I have to tell you, <laughs> like I don't live too far from the River Cree Resort and Casino. And I said to my husband uh, last night, I said, you know, we should just really go up there for dinner on the weekend have a couple of glasses of wine and watch what's going on i would love to be a fly in the wall in the various hospitality suites on saturday night but i would have to be invisible so no one would notice me yes you would have to be invisible one more quick question this was interesting i'm not sure why the ndp uh didn't save this announcement for another day um but todd hirsch uh today this is a big deal and i agree with you i don't know why it's going to get lost this weekend but, you know, one of the criticisms of the NDP when they were in government is their lack of economic knowledge. And so they have hired Todd Hirsch as an economics advisor. He's the former chief economist for ATB. Prior to that, he was the chief economist for the Canada West Foundation. Uh, very well-respected economist. And with ATB, he basically traveled the province from one corner to the next for a decade. Um, I quite like Todd. He's very personable, and he is sharp. This is a big thing for the NDP, but it's going to be lost, so I don't know why they announced it today. Interesting, interesting stuff. Buckle up, friends. It's going to just keeps on uh, being interesting in Alberta politics. Dwayne, I always appreciate your time. Have a great weekend. You too, Jalen. Yeah, take care. Dr. Dwayne Bratt joining us this afternoon, The, uh, of course, a poli-sci professor out at uh, Mount Royal University. Yes, the, uh, the UCP AGM being held this weekend and the NDP convention uh, being held in Calgary this weekend. Uh, again, and I think it's...
it's you know somewhat telling where those are, are being held of course um, you know probably for uh, ease um, the the uh, the UCP AGM as far as with everyone being here with the ledge being here but interesting because um, you know that the UCP wants to make inroads in Edmonton and NDP wanting to make roads in in make inroads in Calgary as well so I'm uh, I'm fascinated to continue to watch this uh, unfold in the